All right. So, all right, ready? We can start recording as soon as I take a sip. Did you get all that audio? Yeah, I got it. That's lovely. I'll do mine quietly. Do it. Not a word. I got a little bit of it, though. <laughs> all right, here we go. Ready? All right, for all of you that are listening, welcome to the brand new podcast. This is called Love is Not a Gimmick with uh, the host, my lovely wife, Miss Sammy Pandora, and myself, Keikoa, uh, the Hawaiian warrior. If you know me from the wrestling world, uh, Keikoa is just fine either way, but, uh, but welcome. Welcome to uh, our, little, our little thing here. Our little love fest. Our little love fest. Love as a whole, right? All coming together. It's a it's, triangle. No, it's, it's like a it's circle. circle. <laughs> it's not like a triangle. Because it's got the corner. <laughs> um, so uh, we decided to give this a little shot, um, give this a little go, because uh, we, we've gotten a lot of people that have come up to us, and, and they, they enjoy our dynamic. What for, people? Uh, th- those people, <laughs> you know. Um, friends, family. Um, we've always gotten it from fans, mm-hmm. I'll say. Yeah, where when we're at shows, they just they like... You know, the things that we post and um, just how it seems we were meant to be type thing. So and it's always appreciative. It's it's always uh, it's always nice when people just kind of look at us and, and they, they, they give us those types of compliments of like, I just love watching you guys together and, and the things that you do, because man, for uh, for those of you that don't know me, uh, you know, long or more on a personal level, I've always been the the type of guy that uh, I, I've always I've always wanted to be married I've always wanted to you know be with that one person the rest of my life I've always wanted to you know have a family and everything like that so um, you know to me like you know now that you know you fast forward and you know we we've been together for you know five years now yeah. um, you know married for a year uh, a little over a year now mm-hmm. but. Um, it's just nice to, that it's 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 you're here, because uh, I, it, for me, a lot of times, um, you know, it was always those types of situations where you're just like wondering when that person is going to come around, and I always I always yelled at you like, oh, you took long enough, you know. I was coming as fast as I could. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got here as fast as I could. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always nice, especially on uh, whenever we post something, we always get like the sweetest comments from fans. Yeah. It's it is nice. It, it it's nice that people are watching. People love love. You know. Yeah. Exactly. That's a. Uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. In all honesty, uh, I I think you know this was a, a cool different thing to do because um, uh, we've done so many podcasts. You know where we're answering questions about wrestling and it just mm-hmm. seems repetitive. Because and, and as much as I get it, because we'll be on one podcast and they they ask us basically the same questions that we've been mm-hmm. asked on all these other podcasts, and and I get it because that audience might not know who we are, mm-hmm. so you're continuously answering that. So when people were suggesting like, oh, you know, the podcast game is is real big right now, you guys should do something like that. It was like, well, I, I'd like to, but at the same time, I don't want to do something that 
everybody else, else is, is doing. doing yeah. yeah. So I think I think it's nice that you know since we are a married couple and um, you know I think that we've got this thing we're we're going pretty well well so far yeah. Oh God! <laughs> what a reveal! So far. Turn of events, heel turn right here. Ah. I gotta tell you something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I I thought uh, this would be the 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 different um, you know the different aspect of like okay look, I'll do this and you know we'll see where this goes because mm-hmm. um, we have no plan. This isn't you know our all right all the chips are in like let's just put all of our chips in the podcast game and, you know, try to make something of it. It's just like, hey, let's have some fun with yeah. it. And if it takes off, it takes off. If not, hey, we got, at least we got to have a nice little conversation on a Sunday. Yeah, we do. For everyone to hear. For everyone to hear, yeah. For everyone that we're boring to death with. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which I will say, um, you know, as well, something about our relationship, um, you know, there's a lot of times. And, and again, you know, we, we haven't been we've only been together for five years and for some people it's long and for others that have had a longer tenure, it's like, okay, yeah, it's only five years. But even after five years and and we literally know everything about each other, Mm -hmm. um, there's still times where we just kind of sit here and we just, just shoot the shit for, yeah. yeah, For how long? A couple hours. Mm -hmm. Sunday mornings usually. Yeah. Actually having breakfast. Catch up. Yeah. We don't sit by the TV. We just say, we actually sit down and, you know, have breakfast and have a conversation and talk about, whatever show we were on last night mm-hmm. <laughs> you know kind of think about everything that we we're working on so mm-hmm. i think that's it mm-hmm. um so kind of what we wanted to do um uh with this podcast um we're definitely going to be having some um some guests on uh some other married couples some uh you know s- single people uh maybe couples that are just uh, starting to date yeah. that are in the wrestling business and also outside of the wrestling business so that you can kind of get both dynamics because i think yeah. with us being in the wrestling business and and being a couple i think that is what separates us from um you know a lot of different couples uh you know mind our dog in the background if you hear him um <laughs> So what we're, we're, what we're going to do with this podcast, um, we're going to definitely answer some questions um, that people have asked about uh, their own personal relationships, uh, questions about our relationship. Um, and again, before uh, we get into any of this, uh, you know, we just want to throw this out there. We are not um, you know, licensed in any type of therapy. We're not uh, psychologists. We're not you know, therapists at, by any means, we are just, we're just telling you our story. Yeah. We're just telling you our story. We're giving you our opinions from our life experiences. So if you have a question and we give you, you know, what, what we think would might be the best option for you. Again, it's just an opinion. It's not, um, professional help. Um, just so that you guys understand, we, we have no idea what we're doing. (laughs) This isn't a talk a hotline here. Exactly. You're not calling into 1-800. Yeah. I mean, you can, uh, if, for those that uh, are watching on the Facebook feed, um, you can comment uh, below, uh, and then we'll get to your questions later on the podcast. Um, we're going to give you a little bit more background on us, give you a little bit of our story here, um, and then from, you know, uh, after we give you a little background on us, you know, then we'll open up some questions. We have some really good ones, actually, that uh, that I'm looking forward to answering. Um, uh, so let's, let's get to it. Um, so a lot of people always ask us, like, how, what, what, what was the beginning? Like, how did we start dating each other? How did we meet? Um, Which is pretty easy. Obviously, being as wrestlers, it's pretty easy to say how we met. So it wasn't in Blockbuster video? It was not it. No. 
was not. Was Blockbuster it. even still around when we when we started <laughs> seeing each other? When we started talking, it's been so long now. That's really sad though when I think about it. Yeah. I don't want to think about Blockbuster. <laughs> that was my childhood. Walking. No, yeah, it was mine too. I was always mad. Like when I would always want like a video game, and my mom would never get it. <laughs> she, she would get it sometimes. I'll, I'll give her that. She would get it sometimes, but I always wanted the video games. I'm like, I, I don't want a, a video. I was a sneaky thing back then. I tried putting an old tape in the box so I can oh. keep the new one. It never worked. Ah. Like, my family usually caught out, but <laughs> um, it never worked. So how we actually met, um, uh, actually, you could tell how we uh, we officially met the first time if you want to tell I remember it. it. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> it at all. I, uh, we were at a show. It, I got it. It was probably 2000, late 2013 or 2014 when we finally actually first met, met. And I know it was for, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you do that. <laughs> I, you might hear me tapping on. You might see me do that. I have to constantly move. Um, counseling? Con- <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear the story? And here we go. <laughs> it was There's going to be no more episodes after this. She can only take so much <laughs> of me. In fact, we're shutting this off right now. <laughs> It, it was for um, who was it? It was AFs. No, what was? Do you you A, remember? I think it's AWF. AWF. A Wrestling Federation. I'm literally like that's what it, it was, was called. literally called. It was and it was in. I'm gonna. I hope I don't butcher the name. Copley or Cope. Copley. Copley, yeah. Pennsylvania. Copley, yeah. I'm sorry. A, right. It looks like it says Copley. It, it does because it's C O P L A Y. So it I could be Copley. Copley, but it's it's Copley. <laughs> Um, and it was for, um, AWF, lo- AWF. Yep. Yeah. I remember being there. Uh, I know I would go there to help out cause I think I was still training or just a baby on the scene Okay. and I would go to help out with the ring and stuff like that. I do remember one episode, not episode one show that we were definitely there. I remember saying hi to you mm-hmm. or at least shaking your hand or something. I remember even watching you wrestle cause I was like so impressed. At the time, like, don't listen to this. <laughs> I was very impressed with what uh, uh, the performance he put on. And I just, that stuck with me. And I know, so I know back then we, that's when we first officially met. I don't remember if we talked at all or anything past the handshake, but I know it was at the AFW show. Yeah, AWF, yeah, I want to make yeah. sure I'm saying it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't remember any of this. I know. <laughs> so like when we look back on it and, and and she reminded me like I'm pretty sure this is where we met it was AWF uh for Molson so I guess Molson, we yeah. I guess we got to thank Molson for for all of that. I don't think we've ever actually mentioned that to him. No. Um that we actually met at those Oh, shows. uh click on the uh comments thing over there and see if there's, there's anything. There's 20 Yeah, they're there's they're they're coming in. So see if there's anything Those those aren't question guys. Oh, uh, they're just they're just people. But anyway, so They're just people. They're just people. Um so yeah, uh Molson uh you know got us booked on the same show. I honestly don't remember meeting Sam uh that day. Um I don't her I don't remember her being on the show. I don't remember really any of it. I remember having a match against uh Straw Hat Ken Mm-hmm. That day, um, I thought it was like air killer. I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. well, what was what's what's his what's pretty boy? His? Pretty boy. Pretty boy. Air pretty killer. Boy. No, okay. that wasn't that day. Um, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But where I do remember that we actually first met. Um, where we started conversating, and mm-hmm. and the rest was history. From there was we were at the sanctuary uh, with John Trotsky, mm-hmm. the angry wrestling vet. Um, we were both on a show. It was just a, just an, an, another show. And um, what happened was uh, there was a women's match. I believe it was a four-way, correct? It was a four-way match. It was either the four-way or, or like the six-way. 
I it was know probably a six way. Some kind of TED match. So either there was a, a you know, a, a cluster of, of women all in the same match. And I remember watching it and I just remember it, it did not go well at all. Um, it just, there was just like, there was just so many pieces to the puzzle. And I just remember when they collectively tried to put it together, it just did not go well. Yeah. And, um, I, I don't remember when I particularly wrestled. I don't remember if it was before or after. It's re- irrelevant. But either way, I, I remember at one point I had already watched her match. And then later I saw her sitting in the corner of the locker room, just like by herself, head down. And I knew exactly what that, that body language was. Mm-hmm. I knew it was, yeah, she is contemplating her entire career right now. <laughs> Uh, cause I've been there, <laughs> I've had, I've had those bad matches and it's just like, uh, what the hell am I doing? It's always, it's Why always, am I here? exactly. It's always when you have like a bad show, a bad match, or you take a really bad bump or a, a hit or something like that. And you just go, what? what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what, why am I doing this? But then it's always the good ones that you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, this is amazing. That's what it all was for. Um, so I saw her sulking and I, and I went over to, to go have a chat with her, wanted to pick her spirits up. And I, and I honestly don't even remember what I started with. I just yeah. knew, you know, I, my, my goal was to, to cheer you up. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's not that it's not the end of the world. It's not a big deal. It's just a notch on the belt. You got another match under you. If anything, it's, it's good that you got a bad match out of the way because now it, it's usually only up from here. Mm-hmm. Um, yours is the opposite. It went downhill. What? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> no. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I did get married and stuff. Like yeah. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so, in the midst of us talking and um, you know, just you know, having a conversation, mm-hmm. we then learned that our schedule was going to be the same for the next like six. Yeah, at least six weeks. I remember. Mm-hmm. So. Where she was located, she was um, like two hours north of the Lehigh Valley. And all of the shows that we had the same schedule with was at least two, three hours south of where I was. So it was like five, six hours for her and, you know, only two, three hours for me. So I was honestly just like, hey, you know, why don't you drive to me and then we'll ride down together because then, you know, we can save gas. Um, You know, I know how hard it is to ride by yourself six hours Mm -hmm you know, home after a, you know, a long night and getting beat up and stuff like that. It like, it's almost impossible sometimes. Um, so I honestly was trying to just, just get a riding buddy because at the time I, I I wasn't riding with anybody. I just came back from an injury. Um, you know, uh, one of my, uh, Bill Daly, who I was riding with for a bit, uh, he got in uh, a bunch of injuries. So he was taking time off. Um, you know, me and Ricky Martinez were still taking so many bookings, but it just wasn't the same weekend. Um, and at the same, and at, at that time I was always still under the impression of like, you know, don't date somebody in the business. Me too. Um, it, it was when I, when I first got in and this is 2006, um, you know, it was very much like, don't post your personal life on social media. Don't let people know that you have a significant other because you don't want people to get overly jealous and then they take matters into their own hands or something like that. Um, you know, you don't want them to get psycho. Um, it also is kind of like the bartending effect where if you're trying to get somebody to buy your merchandise mm-hmm. and if like a single lady is like interested in me or vice versa with a guy interested in you, if they find out that you have a significant other, they might be less likely to purchase it because they think they have a shot with you mm-hmm. if, if, otherwise. Um, so I was on, like, that was my honest, like, I, I don't, 
I didn't want to get into a relationship. And and you had the the same feeling, correct? Yeah. Like what was right your away, like I uh, was trained by a bunch of uh, guys too. I only trained was being around guys, and most of them were pretty protective. Obviously, I was one of the only females around them all the time, so they were very adamant of me not dating wrestlers, <laughs> hooking up with wrestlers, anything like that. Yeah. Um. So at the time that I was asking you, what was your what was your thought process like? What was what was going through your head? Gosh, it's it's been a few years. I don't remember. I know like. You just thought I would want to get in your pants. I don't know if I thought that exactly. Nah, you did. But come on. Obviously, when I tell other wrestlers like, <clears throat> "Hey, I'm just gonna ride with this guy," they're the ones who are automatically like, "What's he want from you?" Yeah. So, because uh, I don't think I, I mean I wanted to do because again like that like you said four or five hours by yourself was pretty long yeah. and I I liked uh, you know we after my like that bad match we started talking a little bit here and there so we were becoming friends. Yeah. So I was like, it would be nice just to share a car ride with a friend, with somebody else who, like, I really um, have never been around before, so it would be nice just to talk to somebody new. Yeah. So, I mean, that was probably my main thought, just riding with me, maybe a new friend. And and I completely understood with, um, you know, why people were are always so hesitant when it's, like, if you were coming to me and you're saying, hey, I want to ride with you, it's just like, oh, whatever. You know, like, she, that's all she wants. When it's a guy asking a girl, like, hey, why don't you come ride with me? It's always that mindset of, like, they want something more. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, for, for again, for people that don't really know me personally or, um, you know, more of my backstory, um, there was a lot of times where there was a lot of rumors going on around uh, about me that um, – were nowhere near true, and I know that you knew of some of them. Um, and I've never, I've never been the type of person that when I hear a rumor about me to go on social media or to make these big posts, make a YouTube video or something like that to kind of clear my name because I was always like, well, the people that know me know that that's not true, so mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no reason for it. Like, for instance, at one point, one of the rumors was um, because I was living with Missy Sampson. Yeah. My sissy, <laughs> sissy Samson, um, that we were sleeping together, and that that wasn't true, nowhere near true. She again, like that's why I call her Sissy Samson. She's like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. Um, another point when I had first come back from my injury, and I was trying to get this King character over, um, there was another rumor out that uh, that I was sleeping with Renee Michelle, and that wasn't true. I just had her come on and be my manager for a show because I was like, I'm trying to figure out this gimmick. I'm like, you know, I, I, I think I need a valet. Would you mind coming up yeah. and, and valeting for me one time? It's sad. That's usually where most wrestlers' it's, it's thoughts so, first go to. Like, oh, that's a managing. They're probably, they're yeah, probably sleeping together. It's so, that's it's, usually not the case. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I get why, like, people's minds are immediately going to go there. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's like they're creating it from something that there's clearly nothing there. Like, there was nothing else on social media that would give them the indication as to that, like, these things were happening. Um, what do we what do we got going on over there? There's some comments. I just you know what, what I mean, I'm of, trying what, I'm trying to like yeah, open what, it, but I can't. Oh well, yeah, you got to click on it. I did. You got to click on the post. On the post, I did. Yeah, and then you can mute it in case the sound's gonna come on, so we don't get that feedback there. But I'm learning. What kind of what kind of comments do we have over there? All Anything right, that we got to chime in on it? To the top. While we're while we're in here. What the? Hell? <laughs> Dwayne's commenting on your Ghostbusters mug. I think. What, how, what other than 
amazing comments. What else can you say about this perfectly, like the, the best coffee mug you could ever have, the Ghostbuster mug? Or maybe he was talking about my Eeyore mug, which is also Missy Sampson's. That Missy is Missy Sampson's, Sampson's yeah. <laughs> that is. So I slept I, with her, and then I took her mug. And now I have the mug, yeah. so it's like one big full circle. So is that we, a triangle? That's a triangle, that's yeah. That's a triangle. What else we got over you there? You have uh, your good friend Tommy here. Tommy, is that Cito? Tommy Cito, my, my bro from another foe. What, what did he say? He said, will you guys be my parents? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would totally adopt We him. have adopted a lot of kids. Yeah, and you're a good-looking Asian man, so I would absolutely adopt you. <laughs> Ty Awesome doesn't like the candles. What's wrong with the candles? It's about love. And they smell very good. It's the burning love. And they do smell good. What, what yes, else Ty, those there? are real candles. Yeah, I would blow it out, but the... Oh, wait, the lighter is right there. I'll, I don't have to prove it to you. What else we got in there? Well, let me see. Let me go down a little bit. Carl, miss you too. Carl, one of the fans. Yeah. He used to come to all the shows. Yeah, yeah. What else we got in there? Chris Envy is watching us as well as uh, the Eagles lose, apparently. Okay, so, all I right. So, that's, that's good, I guess. I believe we're, excuse me, more entertaining than that, but... <laughs> I'm just bypassing the Ty Awesome Candle comments. All right. Forget the candles, Ty. Anything else we got in there? Can't, well, people are loving these candles. Oh, see, the candles Yankees. are over. They're not Yankee candles. They're not Yankee candles. We're cheap here. <laughs> we can, we can't That's af- probably a Walmart brand. Yeah, we, we spent all of our money on a work rate. So. And you already answered this question for Ty. He's wondering why your thing was in a square box. That's a Protein pack, isn't it? F- Ty, you are so young. If you did not know, that's a Ghostbuster mug. Okay. So there is a question here by uh, Samantha Riley. Real talk. Okay. Do you do you guys all do y'all? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good read. Good read. <laughs> do y'all judge other couples behind closed doors? I would not say we judge them at all. I think when we see certain things, we probably get concerned or we question things. Yeah. I would say we don't judge them. If we see something that seems a little off character. And we know they're in a couple. We might be like, "Oh, I wonder if they're going through something difficult right now." Yeah, absolutely. Um, to give you a prime instance, like there, uh, a friend of ours, um, you know, he he hasn't been himself lately, mm-hmm. and we notice it right away. Yeah, and we're just like, we and we wonder, and we we kind of we sit back and wait because we we generally wait for them to to come to us mm-hmm. if they need advice or anything, or if they just want to vent. Um, but then or I if, slip it in, or I'm like, "Hey, how's yeah. the relationship going?" Uh, Sometimes once you start that, yeah. it's uh, a floodgate. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, there, there's definitely no judgment because again, like, you know, some people like chocolate ice cream and some people like vanilla ice cream as much as we, you know, in the wrestling business, we use the ice cream, you know, metaphor all of the time, but it it works for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so if, if a couple is like going through a rough time and they, uh, they say, okay, this is what we think is our answer. You know, we might not agree with it, but it's like, Hey, that's, if that works for you, that works for you. Um, but so going back to, uh, you know, how, how we met and everything. Um, so we did, we did start riding together, mm-hmm. um, after we met on that show. Um, not right away. And, uh, do you want to tell the audience why, uh, listen. we didn't start riding together right away? Listen, listen, listen. Okay. Stayed for the record. Stay for the record. What record? <laughs> the record of this podcast. <laughs> Love is not a gimmick. 
I'm going to reference this forever. Please, please tell the audience is why. Is this the one where, like... You know what I mean. The one, he invited me down. I was going to go down and visit you. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. I was asked by a show that I was on that it was pushing me pretty heavily to come to, like, do a signing with them. Come, you know, show my face, do all that, do some signings and promote the show that was upcoming. And I was there and I was, like, I I was having, you know, some talks with fans and talks to other people that were stopping by as well. And it was just taking up a lot of time. We had a show that night. I'm she left sure. me on red, so ladies we were going and gentlemen. To see she each other left in like an me hour. on red. That's exactly. Yeah, I told you. To I was give communicating you the whole the, time. To give you the 2019 version of what happened. Okay. She was like, you know what? Red. See you later. But I'm not coming down. I'm sure I responded. She uh, she ended up canceling on me. I, I we were supposed to uh, either ride down together somewhere. Or I think we were going out. to a show that we were just going to be kind of like meeting at. So like either way, if I drove to you, we were going to drive to the show, but it wasn't like an out of the way yeah. kind of thing. We were just kind of hang out before yeah. we go to the either, show. So what ended up happening was we we didn't hang out. She was a little reluctant. It was and and stay for the record because I know you've said it to me. It was a combo of you were being held up. And also, you were still unsure because, yeah, because you, you, of like I mean, know. just I just didn't know. Didn't like know I knew I you a little bit, for. but I didn't know you, and I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, I just I didn't want to be put into an, an uncomfortable situation. I would say, yeah, because I don't do well with that. And the and the other thing uh, too that um, I know that you you said that you, you were okay talking about it because I I thought it was uh you know good for the show. I thought it was good for for people to have a better understanding of just how different we were, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of came together. So our pasts were two com- two completely different roads. Um, well, go ahead, you you can tell your 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 road, and I'll I'll explain mine then. <laughs> My road. My road was pretty simple. I I grew up. I was very much focused on school. My friends. Uh, I wasn't looking for relationships really when I was young at all. Mm-hmm. Even. In high school, again, plus I was, I was dealing with, like, you know, the childhood, like, bullying and stuff. Yeah. So it was between that, school. I really wanted to go to college, so I was really focusing on getting good grades mm-hmm. and just being with some of my friends. A lot of my friends sometimes were, like, moving to other schools. Yeah. Actually, some of my best friends. So that was, like, my main focus. I didn't get into any relationships in high school. None. None. Not at all. And when I hit college, I was paying for a lot of my stuff. I, I had a little help here and there, but I had to work a couple jobs. I was going to night college, so I was working in the morning, and then I would go to college afterwards. And that was also when I started training for, um, for wrestling. wrestling yeah. So after I was even done with school, I would go then right to training at night till pretty late, uh, get home maybe around midnight or something, go to bed and do it all over again. So I'd... St- I'd never had time, I'd said, mm. for any relationships. And I always felt like I didn't look for one because if I don't have time barely for myself, it's not fair to me to get into a relationship and I won't be able to give them any of my time. Yeah. It wouldn't have been fair. So, yeah, I didn't get into any relationships. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So in the, when I, <laughs> in, the, in the short term of it, when you and I had started – talking and I was learning about you, I had learned that you were as pure as white snow. I was pure. You no were, one had climbed this no, mountain. You, did, you didn't give anyone your flower. No one conquered 
the mountain. No. No Mount one Everest opened no, Pandora's no box. No flag on top of that. No, no one opened Pandora's box. No. Um, and then there's me uh, that has a little bit more of a Ric Flair history. <laughs> uh, in and out of relationships. Uh, yeah. Not, I mean, I guess you would consider them uh, long term. Not really, though. Um, like, it was... My like my last relationship right before you was like a year and a half. Uh, we were coming up on two years. Um, another one was, and it was all around there or less. So it was just because uh, again, I, I wanted to be in a serious relationship. I was not the guy that wanted to to jump, uh, you know, from ship to ship. There, I, I just wanted to be like, okay, that's my girl, and you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely different. Um, so I, I can understand why you were more you know guards up you didn't want to you know dive into that you were just kind of you know hesitant and everything like that but at the time i'm like yo this girl over here leaving me on red i just wanted to hang out i'm not even trying anything and then you were over there oh my god he wants to sleep with me <laughs> what a what a terrible life i live that's exactly what i said too oh my god <laughs> oh my god um so, uh, but we ended up, do, we, we started riding together, um, and uh, then it was very, very quick after that, that it was, well, you know, we would get back to my house really late Saturday night, so rather than you trying to drive the rest of the two hours home, it was, well, why don't you just crash here, mm-hmm. and then, you know, drive home in the morning, drive home Sunday, you know, whenever you want, because it's obviously like, it, you know, we didn't work on the weekend, so it wasn't you know, a necessity for you that you had to get home. Yeah. Um, so then we were always hanging out Sunday and then you would leave at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just after, yeah. It, yeah, it was just a regular thing then. And it was like, like even when we didn't have shows. I think we started hanging out on the weekends. Yeah. Then it was that, um, you know, we, we didn't have any shows. So it was like, Oh, Hey, well, why don't you just come over after your show? Mm-hmm. Like just drive over to the house because then it started being like, okay, now we just, we really enjoyed each other's company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to spend time with you. I was enjoying it. And, and, and even, even at that time, uh, to kind of backtrack a little bit, so we started hanging out in January mm-hmm. of whatever year. 2015. There you go. Um, so a month before that, I had been on and off with my uh, past girlfriend, so my last relationship. We had been on and off for, like, over a year at this point. And it was, okay, um, you know, in December, it was like, all right, I'm, I'm shutting the door. Um, it, it just, it wasn't ever going to work again. And I, and I knew that. Um, so re- in reality, even though that it had been on and off for a year from December, it was okay. Now I need to get over this girl. Like I need to put it in the past and leave it there. Um, because I had tried doing that before, but it just didn't work. But this time I knew it was, it was completely done. So um, when we started hanging out and then we started um, riding together and everything like that, I knew it was like, I, I don't think I want to venture into a relationship. I literally just got out of one. I, I kind of need to recollect myself here and, um, you know, get my mindset and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, that's where it was moving. So then on your end, you were, I mean, we we're, we both realized that there was feelings there, I think, mm-hmm. obviously, because yeah. we were willing to drive out of our way to go hang out with each other because, you know, you were coming over to my house when we didn't have shows. There was also like when I didn't have a show and you did, I was driving to go see you wrestle. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So we knew that there was something there. We knew that we we really enjoyed hanging out with each other. I think it, for me, I was just more or less like, eh, it's you know, you're not catching feelings. Like you're still trying to figure out all this other crap. You're still trying to, you know, get over that. Mm-hmm. So, but it was a it was a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was an interesting time mm-hmm. uh, while we were yeah. learning about each other and everything. Um, but fun, obviously. Oh yeah, it was fun. Because then I started doing things that then other people had to smarten me up and be like, yeah, you're going to start dating her. I'm like, what? No, come on. There was one. And, um, you know, and I have to tell this story because if I don't tell this story, this story, Andy Malafarina will, will give me shit for it. Andy was one of the ones that, um, you know, he, he likes to take a lot of credit for our relationship or at least pushing me towards it. Um, because there was one uh, at one point. This was for I think your birthday, or maybe this was just like another. I think it was like, a, a surprise gift. gift. Yeah, just a random one. So, so Sam had these uh, Batman socks, and uh, she got them from Spencer's, and uh, they were worn down. There were holes in them, and you know, but she wore them just all the time. So she just wouldn't get a new pair. And I'm like, I'm gonna go find these socks. And I searched on the internet, but at the time I didn't know that they were from Spencer. So I just searched on the internet, finally found the socks and I bought them. And I, and I told Andy, I'm like, yeah, she, cause we were on break at work and he's like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I just found these socks. I'm trying to buy them for Sam. And he was like, so when are you guys going to start dating? I'm like, I'm not going to start dating her. I'm like, she's just a friend. I'm like, I, she's, you know, I just want to replace her socks. And he's like, yeah, normal people don't do that. And I'm like, stop what? No, I just, I'm trying to do a nice thing. Like, I'm just trying to do this thing for my friend. And he's like, yeah, that's not a friend. Yeah. That's a girlfriend. What's great is, like, I sent the same thing to actually, like, Amber Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't tell her it was you, obviously. So I just gave her the situation of, like, this guy who I'm kind of, like, friends with. We're kind of kind of seeing each other. Like, he bought me my favorite pair of socks. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't find these socks, and he found them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember her just being like, yeah, there's something there. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's a way to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do you make this thing shareable? uh, The the whole thing. Oh, because it's only through friends. Yeah, someone was asking on here, like they want to share. They want to share it, but I think because since we went through the Sling Studio, it only had an option of can I share it through uh, friends or only me. Um, So maybe after the podcast is over, I'll be able to uh, change the privacy settings through Facebook because I can't do it through the Sling Studio itself. Um, It just it won't let me. Yeah. Um, What I mean by the Sling Studio, I mean the production equipment. That's why it's cutting back and forth between the two different angles. Um, But uh, so, yeah, we uh, at one point then, um, you know, you were like, "I, I can't I can't keep hanging out. Yeah, I can't. Was, I can't keep doing this. Point, there was some. There was definitely something there. Uh, and the entire time that we were hanging out, and we knew that there was something there. I was like, I still don't know mm-hmm. what I want. Yeah, like, you know, we I had no that idea. conversation too. I'm pretty sure we. You finally like opened up, saying like, how you you just didn't know. Yeah, because you were used to like almost falling in love instantly with these these other women, and yeah. you were waiting for this to happen, and it wasn't. And it, yeah, and it, and it it was because. I was still getting over somebody, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I just had, I just closed that door. So I think mentally I was just like, I, I feel like it's supposed to happen because it would have happened. But again, like when you, when you're holding on to something or not even necessarily holding on to something, but when you haven't gotten it out yet, it's hard for then to somebody else take that spot. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, 
there's still kind of someone hanging in there. Um, so that's why, like, and I, and I wanted to be up front the entire time and because I didn't want to, you know, think I was pulling you on a string or something like that. You're like, yeah, we're definitely going to date. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just not right now, just you know? Right now. Um, so I want, yeah, I wanted to be up front with her because obviously I cared about her. Um, she was a friend at this point. Um, especially since we were hanging out all the time. But, um, but yeah, at, at one point you were just like, I, I can't do this anymore. I remember getting that phone call. I remember like texting with her and she was like barely answering. And I was like, something's up. Like you can, you can tell, like when you've been texting with someone for so long, like you can tell <laughs> when something's not right. You can tell by their verbiage or like they they don't use enough LOLs in there or no or period. emojis, periods in there. <laughs> like just straight to the point answer. You know, I knew something was up. And finally, like I called her, I think. Yeah, I called you. I think you called a couple times, and I was just like, "Not." Yeah, I remember because you told me that you were with your family, and you're like, "He keeps calling me." Yeah, my mom finally told me. She's like, "Just, just you got to answer. You got to talk." Yeah. So uh, she finally took my call, and I was just like, "Are you okay?" And she's just like, "I I can't keep doing this. I can't keep hanging out with you if you know we're not going to move anywhere because you know it's just it's it's killing me, Mm -hmm. right?" Yeah. Like, and and I understood. But it, it it was really weird. Like when I when she said the words like I don't want to see you anymore. It was like my brain like it was like my brain like punched me, and was like wake wake up, like you you don't want that. And the entire time that we were getting to know each other too, like I knew that you were a good girl. Like I knew you were somebody that I'm like man, like she would be a good she would be a good one to hold on to. But I just didn't, I, like, I, I just wasn't there emotionally. Like, it was really weird. Because, but, I, but I understood what the situation was. It was just like, again, like, wh- why isn't this, why am, I, why am I not falling for you the way that I have with other people? Mm-hmm. And again, it's because of that clutter that was in there. But I, when you told me, like, no, I, I can't do this anymore, my brain was like, well, that's not at all what you want. You better fix this. Mm-hmm. And I told you, and I'm going to quote it, I'm like, I promise I will fix everything, right? Yeah, you did. And what did I do? I saw you the next day at my job. And what did I do? You brought me some flowers. Yeah. And then you asked me to go out with you. Damn right I did. You did. I made sure I, prom- I kept my promise. And I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just wanted you to just wake up. I didn't, I didn't need this commitment type <laughs> thing. No, I yeah. But then we I, went out to dinner and stuff, and we had a nice little chat. And I uh, yeah, I asked you out the next day, mm-hmm. and and even I, and I told you this, you know, afterwards. Like obviously, I didn't say it right then and there. I was still like, like my brain knew, like wake up, you're gonna lose a good one if you don't do something about it. And then the other half of me was like, I don't know if this is the right move, like ask like asking you out. Like I knew I didn't want to lose you, but I didn't know if it was the right move to do. But I had been beaten and battered in so many other past relationships that I was like, well, at this point, and I'm still kind of like recovering from the last beaten relationship that I just went through. So I was like, well, if, if I, I, I don't want to lose her because I know that she's a good girl, but in the same instance, I don't know if this is the right move. I still don't know if like, this is what I should be doing, but I know I don't want to lose her. So I'm going to just risk messing myself up without, because I don't want to lose her. And I, and that's why I asked you out. I was like, I, I, I can't, I can't mess that up. And I, and I attribute to that to, to past experiences where, um, you know, I, I felt like I, I made mistakes where I was like, you know, I probably 
should have been better in this or better at that. And it was just like, it was all learning experiences for me. So that's why I was like, no, don't lose this one. Like, don't, (laughs) don't be dumb. So I had, I had to, I had to hold on to you. And it it was quickly after that. I was like, no, that was the, that was the right thing to do. Cause then all of a sudden, like we started dating, um, late April, late April, um, April 29th. Mm -hmm. I I know, I know, (laughs) I, I remember these things. April 29th, we started dating, and um, it was April, May, June. Three months later, three months later, uh, I knew that you were the one. All right, guys, that sounds like a good place to stop. Uh, I apologize that we have to split this episode into two parts, Um, but unfortunately, we're only allowed to upload so much, I guess. Uh, That's the word that I'm getting from the uh, production studio over here. So uh, we're going to stop right here. Uh, Episode two picks up right where we left off. So go ahead and switch on over there. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning back in and continuing the first ever episode of Love Is Not A Gimmick podcast with Sammy and Keikoa. Uh, Very much appreciate you guys switching over to part two. Uh, We apologize again uh, that we had to break it up. Uh, I believe we're going to figure this out. Obviously, it's the first episode. We're figuring this out as we go. Um, so thank you again for switching over, and let's continue on with the story. Uh, I had contacted my uncle, who um, is uh, another father figure in my life, um, and because uh, he had the family ring. And uh, I was like, hey, um, what do you think about uh, me and Sam coming up to uh, visit? And, um, you know, obviously he was, he was pretty sad. He's like, yeah, yeah, come up. And you had never been on a plane before. So I wanted to take you on a plane. And, uh, and at the same time, I wanted you to meet my uncle because my uncle has very much been, uh, cause I, I, my dad is still in my life. Um, but my uncle has also been there for me just like a, a second dad. And, um, and I know, and, th- this was the other thing that was kind of difficult with our relationship starting because you, you haven't had a past. So it was like, okay, well, you know, you were trying to figure out relationships because you've never been in a relationship. So you were, you were learning that. And at the same time, it was like, well, you've done this already with past relationships. I've never done these things before, blah, blah, blah. But there was something that I was trying to get you to understand. And I was like, no one has ever met my uncle. Not one girlfriend has ever met my uncle. Like, I've never felt the urge to drive them or take them all the way up to New Hampshire and, and meet my uncle. And you were the first one. So I wanted you to understand how big that was for me. And then while I was up there, and I, rem- I remember this vividly, uh, we went kayaking. Um, it was uh, you, me, my aunt, my uncle. And you and my aunt had went off and was going to check out like some bird or something. And then it was just me and my uncle. And I was like, what do you think? And he goes, she's, uh, she's a good one. She's not dumb. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like the past ones, huh? <laughs> so we had a good laugh. And I was like, so – um. I was wondering if you would be able to go down to that lockbox of yours. And he goes, kind of had a figure. Uh, had a, I, I figured that's I was going to be making a trip down there to get the old ring out. I figured that's why you guys were coming up. And I knew. And, and there's so many people that, that say, like, you know, things are too fast, um, you know, for others. And I always tell people, it's whatever you feel. Like, you and, like we moved in together very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved in together very quickly. We got engaged soon after, um, and, you know, we got married not long after. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just – I knew. And I'm not one for long engagements. 
um, I think they're, I think they're dumb. It's like, if you're telling this person that you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, then why, and you want to be married? Like why, why be engaged for like four years? Why be engaged for five years? And some people might have a good answer. I, I don't, um, I'm just like, Hey, let's, let's do this. Um, so we got engaged. Um, you know, unfortunately there's a lot more stories that, that we would like, we would love to tell about, um, you know, the wedding and everything of that sort, but you know, we do have to get to some questions in a little bit, but I will say, you know, we got engaged. Um, I was planning on doing the engagement, uh, in February. Um, but unfortunately your, your dad was not in the best of health and, uh, I kind of had to speed things up a little bit, which I even, uh, her, you know, and unfortunately her dad passed away even before I, I was able to pop the question. Like one week. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was literally the week before I got to ask you, uh, to, to when I, before I proposed, excuse me. Um, but I, I even told you if it, if he would have still been around, I would have proposed to you one day and been like, if you want to get married tomorrow, let's go do it just to, you know, make sure that he was around. Cause I wanted, I wanted that. Uh, unfortunately it just didn't work out. Uh, it didn't happen, but, um, but we got married soon after. And there, there's so much, there's so much else to tell about the wedding and, uh, engagements and, and leading up to that and we can get about, to that. yeah, we can, there's going to be more episodes. We got to save content for other weeks. We got to make sure people want to keep listening. Yeah. But, uh, but it was a journey, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, it, but a but a damn good one. Um, how are the questions looking over there? Because otherwise, we'll we'll dive into these questions oh, yeah. that we have we down a, here. We got a few. Is more. there more about the? Is there more about the candles? No more candles. I think they got over that. All right. What do we got here? Okay, uh, I have one from Marie. Samantha, do you ever see fans cross the line with him? Um, I don't think I've ever seen one cross the line. I feel like. Thankfully, a lot of the fans that were yours beforehand, that mm-hmm. once I came into the picture, they kind of embraced me as well. Yeah. I don't think there was ever really any fans that I would say crossed the line. Yeah. Um, like, definitely none come none come to mind where, like, they were messaging him or sending him inappropriate things, I would say. Like, I, none come – yeah, none come to mind, thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't think of uh, – anything else i mean if anything like it's it's actually the opposite it's whenever somebody messages me like they just they enjoy like seeing us on 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 social media so much like they just like i like they like to see our little traditions and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um you know again i i can reference so many different things where when i was single and i was posting stuff about like hey dear future wife you know, like I remember when I posted about because I was really into how I met your mother mm-hmm. and I posted about the yellow umbrella and was, you know, shouldn't we shouldn't we hold out for the person that not only uh, puts up with our quirky little weird things, but actually likes them. And boy, do I put up with some. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> what other questions have we got over there? Oh, let's see. We have um, Nelson Rodriguez over here. Nelsano. Um, Nelsano. Um, what was your most awkward date before dating each other? Well, mine should be short answered. None. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went out to date with my dog, Kiki. Um, <laughs> but they just couldn't true. sit still the whole time. I feel like I think I did go on one or two dates. I don't think they were. Uh, I think they were with friends. And if anything, they were just guy friends who might have wanted something more. But again, I was as I was saying, like I, w- I was busy all the time. Yeah. And. I wouldn't say they were awkward. I think 
Yeah, no more awkward. Nothing. Yeah. I'm sure you, I've heard your some of your dating stories. Oh, so yeah. Have, we could be oh, here for yeah. a whole another hour. With yeah. Uh, man. But find just one good oh, one. We're only, brother. <laughs> you got to pick the most awkward, not – um, I don't. I don't know. The first, I don't, not the, the pool table one. Not the pool. No, I don't like that one. Uh. <laughs> the first one that always comes to mind for me, like where I've always felt the most awkwardness. I went on a date with this girl. I ended up getting her number while I was a bus boy at a country club. <laughs> you were at a country Some, club. Yeah, I was. I was a bus boy at a country club. Uh, Is that why you don't like country? Is that why well, I don't like country music? Maybe that's why you don't. No, like I do like. I still like the golf though, but. Um, but no, I uh, I got this girl's number. She actually gave it to me. Like she left it with the bartender, and I was like, "Huh, no way." So uh, we ended up, you know, texting or anything like that, and you know, we went on a date. And um, I think I, I'm pretty sure this was the first time. But she came over to my apartment, and we were supposed to go somewhere. I think we were supposed to go out to eat or something like that. And she was like, "Hey, surprise! I brought a picnic." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a little it's, cute. It, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, all right, it's kind of it's, well, it's yeah, cute. Time, but if it was, like, your first date. I was, like, 18, maybe. 19, I think. Like, I couldn't – it definitely was before I was 20. So a girl bringing a picnic when I was 18, I was like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> I was like, we were supposed to go out. And then, like, I was in an apartment complex, so she was just like, oh, let's go somewhere and sit down in the grass and, and have a picnic. And then we sat down by, like – the only tree in my apartment <laughs> complex and had a picnic there. And then I remember like everything she made. Like I remember she made sandwiches, but there was like no condiments on it. So it was like really dry. And I was just, just like, just like uh, the date, just really dry. Just like the date. Yeah. Pure. Actually, I think that's one of my favorite ones you tell me. Yeah. That one. And, and there was a, f I don't know how, but there was a follow-up date. And oh. I, re I remember going over to her, her parents' house. We were watching a movie. Did you take a moonlight walk? I mean, you had a picnic. So uh, candles. Candle. Uh, mm -hmm. So, no, we went over to her house, and we were watching a movie. And um, we uh, – like, I was really into the movie. I forget what it was. It was um, – I think Robert De Niro was in it. Um, it was like he was trying to keep his son out of the gang. Some He was like a bus driver. I don't remember what the title of the movie was. I know it's like a big famous movie, though. But um, – but either way, like I was really into the movie. She was not. She was trying to get a. She was trying to get a makeout session there. On the second date. On the second date, right? Girl. Like God, girl, calm down, <laughs> jeez. Uh, and I remember, like, she would like kiss me on my cheek, and I would like not flinch. I'm like just so into this movie, and she's like, "Wow, you really like this movie." I'm like, "Then don't put a good movie on that I've never seen before." <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember kissing her because I was like, "Oh God, just shut up! I want to watch the movie." That's true. I was That's not like when we watch some TV shows, and I get up and walk around. Yeah, and you're like sit down, and I'm like, "Great scene! Great scene! <laughs> what are you doing?" Uh, what else we got in there? Anything good? Let me see. Um. I think I saw one in here about how we would feel if um, either of us entered a, like into like a, a, a relationship storyline with somebody else. Um, I'm all right with it. Um, I feel awkward, but I'd be, <laughs> I'd be okay. Yeah, I know with you. It. Yeah, you'd feel. I mean, we'd all probably feel a little awkward on the inside. We're like, it's our job. Yeah, it depends on it depends on what the storyline is. Yeah, like and also maybe where it's at. I'll be because I'll be honest. We do have some shady promoters. Yeah, who just want to have. A girl. Make out uh, sessions. Yeah, they they just want a girl to come in, you kiss know, them yeah, and kiss them and stuff like that. So that's yeah, you know, that wouldn't happen. It, but. It, and it, it really depends on the situation. Like, so for instance, um, you know, like if we were at a promotion and they asked me, like, oh hey, you're gonna turn heel, you're gonna be with this girl, 
Um, you're going to kiss her right in front of your wife. And I'm like, all right, well, how much am I getting paid for this? Mm -hmm. Because if I was doing this for free, I'm like, nah, to me, like, that's not a job. I'm not making any money off of this. This is, this is just something that, you know, we're just, we're just kind of doing together. And I, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, if it's more acting, it's like, okay, you know, you're on a movie, you know what I mean? Like you're getting paid very well to do this. Again, I, I think it's it, it's definitely the same element, but I think there's something completely different when it's like, okay, but this like I'm getting paid, it's a job. Mm -hmm. Even though it is a job for wrestling, if I'm not getting paid, I don't consider it a job anymore. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Like even for you, like I, I think if the roles were reversed, if it was like, okay, we want you to make out with this other wrestler, we're not paying you anything, I'd be like, well, I I think the same view would be in play. Yeah. But if they were like, hey we're booking you for this independent movie. It's not a big time thing. We're going to pay you a couple grand and that's it or whatever like that. I'd be like, yeah, do, do what you got to do. It's a job at the end of the day. Yeah. It could lead to other bigger things, but when it's free on a lower end, I, I don't think it would lead to bigger things. No. Oh, I, yeah. I've definitely had one or two promoters. Like, and that was even before you. And I'm like, nah, that's not, nah, no thanks. No, thanks. There's no, this nothing. Yeah. Um, anything else there? There was one, uh, he was asking about the stigma, how we felt about the stigma of two wrestlers dating, but I think we kind of... Yeah, we kind of covered that. Um, yeah, we, we definitely weren't... Um, uh, we, we were told not to do it, um, but to be quite honest, like it, it's never been the easiest thing. It, it, it's so incredibly easy. Who's laughing there? They're, 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 they're telling you the movie that you were trying to... A Bronx Tale. A Bronx Tale. Ah, oh, good. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, d dating, uh, dating another professional wrestler has been the, quite honestly, the easiest thing that I've ever, I've ever done. Um, because all of my other relationships in some form of fashion, they've ended because of wrestling. Not, it might not be the main reason, yeah. but it's been a reason. And, uh, like, I think that's why you see so many couples now in the wrestling business, because everyone's kind of like, you know, whoever, whoever started it was like, okay, here you go. Like. Here's the first couple ever to start dating in, in wrestling. And then they're like, oh, wow, this is really easy. Guys, you should all like come try this. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, really? And then it's like now you just see wrestlers jumping from wrestler to wrestler because it is very easy. Like we get it. We get the career. Mm -hmm. So that's why it makes it a lot easier because understanding what we do and why we do it to somebody that's not in the wrestling world or doesn't even have that something that they're striving for. Yeah. You, you'll never understand it. I think it. I think it's easily comparable if, like, let's say I was a wrestler and you were trying to be a doctor, right? Like, you have to devote so much time to studying and probably doing internships, you know, whatever it is that you, you know, it takes a long time to be a doctor. It takes a long time to be a successful professional wrestler. So I think those, like, you would be able to understand mine and likewise. A little bit. But yeah. if, if you're just like, yeah, I go to work and I come home, I don't understand what you do. They don't then, know what the passion or the drive is. Exactly. Yeah, the they're, they're never going to get it. Um, but that that's pretty much it over there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Nelson did ask, what song makes you think of one another? Don't you make a joke? You're going to make a joke. This is a, this is one of those I questions can't. that you have. I've had, I've had the joke lined up, but I don't want to do it on air because it's inappropriate. But if for anybody that's wondering what, what the song I'm thinking of is of a, of wrestler that we're not allowed to speak of anymore. Um, if, if anyone knows who that wrestler is, I'm yeah. sure you're laughing um, right now. The, the, toothless aggression have, yeah yeah i've always made that joke but it's not it's not appropriate um I the, mean, there's a lot of songs any any really good song i can think of I probably name name you. name name one song besides the besides our song because i'll say that one our song oh, gosh. 
Actually, there is um one that's just because we kept listening to it. It's the um. It's that one by the Evanescence girl, Amy Lee, I think. And Wake me up inside. Wait, no, it is not that. <laughs> My immortal. No, the one where they did the duo. Oh, broken. Broken. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a weird one to, but that's just because one trip we like listened to it a lot. Yeah. And so now it's just one of those cute little songs I like. Um. The t- so our song is uh, "Tangled Up in You" by Stained. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good song. It is um, a very good song. I don't remember how we stumbled upon that to be you our found song. It, and then you happened to be like, hey, this is going to be our wedding song. And you turned it on, and I like cried. So I'm like, yeah, I guess. I said that? You, yeah, you did. Oh, man. What You're a still lucky to have me in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember anything. Um, the other song that um, that I always think of when it comes to us is um, I Wish Every Day, or If Every Day Could Be Like Christmas by Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah. And that's because um, when we bought our house, um, we have a fireplace. Um, and we played this song and I just like kind of grabbed you and, I w- and we started dancing mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, I want to record this. And then like, as we were recording, I'm like, this is going to be our Christmas mm-hmm. tradition, mm-hmm. which we'll be posting later because the tree is now up. The, and he, the, the day that we put the, the tree up and the day that we decorate the house, that's when we, we do that. So that's uh, what always makes me think of it. Yeah. So, um, I have, we have one more here then we can probably go to the other questions. Okay. Um, what is the hardest trial you had to overcome as a couple? I think um. I think the, you know, and I don't mean to interrupt you. I, I think honestly, it was the dynamic of you never being in a relationship, mm-hmm. and me being in a relationship, and also with me like, because you again like you didn't have time for friends and and family, and uh, you were so busy with everything. Mm-hmm. So like you were close with friends, but like I don't think as close as I was with as many people, um, because I I do remember vividly there was a time where um, we got into a a, a big fight because. Um, I was texting with a friend. Mm-hmm. I was, we were talking about somebody that, um, that I was dating for a little bit. Like we, we went on a couple dates and that was it. We weren't even official. Um, so Sam was on my laptop, which is connected to my phone because it's all Mac products. And my texts were coming through like while you were on my laptop and you saw the conversation that I was having with my friend, which obviously was, you know, private, mm-hmm. but it's not a conversation that I would have in front of you because I'm talking about somebody that I had been with before. Yeah. And that was a big blow up of like, I can't even, you know, you were saying like, I, I can't, I can't believe you even talk about these things with somebody else. And I'm like, yeah, but they're my friend. Like, that's like the, that was the difference of the, the big s- situation. And I completely understood why, like y- you were like that, that made you very upset and very uncomfortable because of the conversation that, that my friend and I were having about this person. But at the same time I was like, but that, but this is normal. Like you, you, you talk about your exes and you know, how crazy they were and, you know, all this other stuff. So I think that, I think that's always been our, our biggest like trial and error and just figuring each other out and just like working together mm-hmm. to understand each other because I, I, I can never, I, I've been so far gone. <laughs> like <laughs> again, Ric Flair passed of, of relationships. So I'm like, you know, there's all, I, I don't know what it's like to be with, to, to, to be in your shoes so it was you just really have to be understanding of each other mm-hmm. would you agree with that or yeah i would agree with that that's a pretty good one okay um so some other questions that you guys uh, had sent in um we're gonna finish these up and, and and wrap it up here um so the uh first one was what's the best advice uh excuse me before i continue this is from danica um excuse me what's the uh, best advice for couples like you guys who are in the wrestling business um I thought about this uh, to me, like, I, I honestly think the, the best advice that I can give to anybody that's in the wrestling business that, um, is starting to date is just have trust, mm-hmm. have trust in one another. Yeah. Don't listen to everything that, uh, that everybody says. Um, 
because even while you're together, there's going to be people that are just, they just like to start drama and they just like to just stir the pot, you know? And they also like, it, it's weird. You know, there's people that just don't want to see you happy and they just want to throw a wrench into your gears. Well, there's some people who have like chips on their shoulders. Well, yeah. maybe if you wrong them at one point in your life and they now just want to get back. them coming back. Yeah. Because something. we've definitely had that multiple times where mm -hmm. as we were starting to date, it was just like, oh, did you know Keiko did this or yeah. that this happened? And then I would have to explain to you like what whatever they're referring to. And some of it was just like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Communication, then, it would be the a next big one because we did yeah. at least talk it out. Most of these always did all of these uh, issues. So yeah, don't like let that sit inside you um, for one big blow up. And and to be uh, to get real raw with this and have you guys understand just how the, like the severity of the lies that um, that y you know you're told from these from these people is um, when we started dating and this was when we were engaged. Uh, somebody went up to to Sam. And told her that the only reason that I proposed to you was because your father was not going to be around much longer. Which was like when you you called me mm -hmm. and was just like, why is this person saying this? And I'm like, I have no idea. Like that's the complete opposite yeah. of like the, the, anything of near the situation. And then it's just like where do you go from there? Because if it's like if it's not true, there's nothing else to say other than like – yeah, that's not true. Like, I don't know what else to say to you. Like, there's no truth to that whatsoever. I didn't have a conversation with anybody about anything remotely close to it that it can even be, like, whispered down the alley, and they took it the wrong way. Yeah. I did say that I was moving the proposal up because that your dad wasn't going to be around much longer, mm -hmm. but it wasn't the reason, you know. Uh, but that's what people – But how crazy is that? The extreme – like my dad probably just died recently too, and then they were bringing, bringing it. Yeah, they were and that, like opening yes, up another sore. That just happened, and I re like, not even like two, three months later, because I remember you were at a baseball game. Mm -hmm. I proposed to you in January. You were at a baseball game, so it was nice weather out by this point. So it was like three, four months later, if that. You're still getting over the death of your dad, and that question, that that rumor had come up, that they tried hitting you with. Yeah. So again. The best advice, just don't listen to anybody. Just trust your partner. Mm -hmm. Trust the person that um, that you're with. There's a reason why you're with them. But at the same time, you know, trust them. But, like, just pay attention to everything. Because, obviously, um, you know, if, if the same rumor keeps coming up over time, like, uh, then there might be something there. There might be some truth to it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, all, all of these things that ever came up with us, it was like one and done. It was like, nope, that's not true. Yeah, nothing ever lasted too long. No. With us, I'd be... I can't even remember anything. Most of the time, by the time the argument was done and I wiped my mascara eyes <laughs> off, yeah, we'd have a joke or something. Yeah. It's like, are you hungry? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> um, next question uh, is from Hippie. Um, why did you decide to be a positive influence? And as in, why did you... Or, or excuse me. What did you overcome uh, to show others the way? Uh, for me, uh, it was... Uh, you know, a lot of negative experiences, obviously, um, not to take up too much time because I, I, I want to keep this, uh, uh, down a little bit. Um, uh, w one of the main ones was, um, when I did a show early in my career for a 12 uh, year old boy who was, um, diagnosed with cancer and he was terminal. And, um, I know that when we did the show for him, uh, Harold Reinington, 
he was under the impression like Harold like again he's 12 years old so they were telling him that he was getting better to my knowledge so that he would be in good spirits in his remaining days which I understand um so we did a show for him he came out that we gave him a title he got to be in the ring there was hundreds and hundreds of people there I think it was definitely over 500 people at this show um to all help raise money for his family to help with the hospital bills and um you know everyone was cheering for him and everything and um and I, I just kind of took a second. And I'm like, here's a kid. He's 12 years old. He's never going to get his driver's license. He's never going to go to prom. He's never going to, you know, get married. He's never going to have kids. He's never going to accomplish his dream. And then here I am in the wrestling ring, like at, at 18, 19 years old, accomplished my, my dream, what I've always wanted to do. Like, how in the hell can I ever have a bad day mm-hmm. when I remember about what else is going on in the world you know so there was that um and again there's a lot of there's so many stories that i can get into with with these other things but um obviously just you know bad relationships and being able to pick yourself out of them Mm -hmm. um there was a shooting in my home um which we can talk about another day Mm -hmm. um and a friend of mine passed away and again this is while i was home there was an invasion in my home and uh you know my roommate my friend was shot and killed um and that's a big like holy crap like i didn't think i was going to have many more breaths when this situation was happening so when you combine meeting people that have it way worse than you do when you literally are faced with events that you don't think that there's going to be a tomorrow let alone five more minutes of your life how in the hell can you be negative for the rest like anymore like there's just so much appreciate every little thing that you have in your world. Um, and, and again, like there's so many, there's so many little things I just, I just laugh at so much or I, I smile about because of those, because of those learning experiences. Um, cause again, I, I, and th- this was a great metaphor. I saw this video, I shared it uh, a while ago, but, um, it was a, a, a pot of clear water and it was, okay, here's all your positive thinking. And then they took dirt and then they, they poured it in it and they're like, okay, here is all of the negative thinking. So now obviously your, your, your positive thinking is all dirty and muddy because of bad experiences and everything. So now you have this negative thinking, right? So when someone tells you, well, think positive and and it'll work. Well, no, it's not going to work because if I take more positive thinking, which is another cup of clear water and I pour it in, it's just going to still be muddy, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not just one positive thinking it's constant it's everything it's constant 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 so somebody takes a hose then and they start squirting it in this pot and they're like you have to non-stop be positive with everything that you do you have to constantly think positive be positive act positive do positive things in your world like just keep going and then obviously there's you're spraying this hose into this dirty pot and sooner or later the 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 water starts to clear and these negative things start to get out and that's what creates that positive energy all of the time it's not an overnight thing but i thought that was a great metaphor because it is it is that way and i wasn't always like that but now the the, and again like there's just so much negativity in the world i i can't stand it yeah um i guess what mine would be like i went through some stuff as a child that maybe someday when i will get into that uh i'm not going to today we have been going on a little bit but 
because of the stuff that's happened in my childhood, I grew up pretty depressed. Yeah. To be honest, like I was in a pretty dark place when I was a teenager. Like dark, like I didn't want to get up. I was in bed all day. Um, blinds closed all the time. I didn't want to go outside. I didn't care about eating or drinking. Um, even to the point where, like, I did a couple times that I don't even talk about. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to go on anymore. I didn't. I didn't want to. I I didn't want to. I say let's not say I don't want to. I didn't want to die per se, but I just didn't want to go on feeling the way I felt anymore. Yeah. And that that was a pretty pretty rough place and like the negative thoughts I had back then. I just I don't even want to think about like me now. Mm-hmm. But just going through that. And I remember even that was when they I think I got a family gave us like uh, antidepressant, which to me, they didn't work at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think the antidepressant made me worse. But after getting off that, it, mine was more or less com- overcoming the depression. I don't know how it happened or when it happened. I know my this was during a time where one of my houses had burnt down. I lost everything, my animals, all my memories, my childhood memories, pictures, everything was gone. And I just remember stepping outside one day. Um, it was beautiful outside. And I just walked outside. I was at my uh, my Nana's house. And I just remember walking out. And it was so beautiful and warm. And just something in that moment made me just overcome this negative cloud that had been surrounding me for years. And It was like a moment of like... It was just like, yeah, a moment it's of gonna peace. It's going to be better. Yeah, a moment of peace and of... of bright futures because i always knew i was going to be a wrestler if anything wrestling is the thing that made me keep going yeah no matter how depressed i got like wrestling was what it was something i felt like had to do no matter what so i think now with all the positive stuff like i try to post uh it all goes back to like i know what it's like to be in that dark hole that you have to crawl out of and there's no there's enough negativity on the internet yeah well you people don't know how much um impact you have on someone if why would you want to go and show the world how maybe angry you are or how uh how i don't know how to say how like why would you just want to bring other people around you down yeah and i think that there's there's a big difference between somebody that might be going on the internet and just like honestly need help Mm -hmm. where they they need somebody to reach out to and they just don't know who to reach out to so they post they feel, something, so they post something. yeah and that's and that's great and i all but i also think that there's a, a wide amount of people that just go on just because they want attention they're not depressed they just want attention yeah. um but again it's a matter of understanding what the difference is and and who understanding is, who who's the one who needs help and who needs help and that. who is just who just wants attention who just needs someone it's kind of like the to. the you know the you know <laughs> like my whiny ex-girlfriends that are like, oh, I'm mad. I'm like, no, you're not. You just want me home. <laughs> like, you, yeah. just, you just don't want to be sitting at home alone. Like, you're not depressed. You just are trying to get me to come home. Yeah. Like, I know the difference. They're they're posting, like, the lyrics from songs. Like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. I'm just listening no, to it. I'm just it. listening to I'm it. just listening to it. <laughs> um, all right. So the uh, next question um, we have from Anthony, who um, – a little we vague actually, on this question. Yeah, it's a little vague. We ha- So I'm going to keep this short because um, we didn't get a follow-up from him. Um, but Anthony asked, why do women act like they uh, they want one thing but then do the exact opposite? What I'm going to assume that he's asking is why does it w- – why do women make it seem like they want a relationship but then they – or they're or they're interested in somebody and then they 
and then they just vanish. Like that's what I'm assuming that he's asking because okay. I've run into that situation a lot where it seems like a girl is, you know, like a, you go on a date and it's like, oh man, it seems like it went really well, and then all of a sudden you get left on red or that they they just don't text you anymore. Um, well, that you know, could be like a it could be a lot of things. things. You know, men do it to some women too. Yeah, so that could be just you don't you don't know. You're trying like, to be nice. Not, it's just not like a a woman per se thing. Like yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't even know. Maybe something happened on these these dates, or maybe the woman started realizing, like, oh, he's ha- he has feelings. Maybe I should back up. Yeah, it it really th- there's so many different scenarios. It could be like, hey, you both thought, or excuse me, you thought the date went well. There was something of red flag on her, and she just wants to be nice and just say, like, yeah, we'll do this again. And then they just don't know, like, they don't want to let you down, and they don't want to be like, hey, I'm not in- actually interested. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that. Uh, are like that where they just and and it's men and women uh they just don't want to they just don't want to put you down like they don't want to hurt you they don't want to be like the bad person yeah Yeah. so they'd rather try to avoid it yeah and rather be the bad guy um or it could be you know exactly what you said where like you start to hang out with someone and they say yeah i want a relationship so then someone comes on a little bit too strong and they're like well i want a relationship i'm just not interested in you so then they have to back off so there's so many different you know, scenarios. And that's why I, I wish you would have elaborated on that a little more. So Anthony, if you're listening, um, just follow up and, you know, we'll, we'll answer your question a little bit better uh, the next time. But yeah. I think it's, again, it just goes back to communication, just being honest with people. Um, last question we have, unless we have more questions over there, you can take a look while I'm, while I'm yeah. doing this, but uh, it's uh, how do you keep the spark in your relationship? Uh, this is from uh, somebody that, that emailed in. They want to, they, they want to stay anonymous. Uh, how do you keep the spark in your relationship? I've been in a relationship for 10 years. I want to find that spark again, but at the same time, I want to find time for myself. Um, now, obviously, like, you know, Sam and I have not been married that long, and we've and we have, we've only been together for, for five years. But um, I will say, like, as far as um, – I, I don't think that there's ever been a time where we needed to find the spark. But I do think that there has been times where between our – uh, you know, our wrestling schedule, work schedule, wrestling school schedule, rental schedule, family schedule, friends schedule, mm-hmm. that there's been times where we've gone weeks and weeks with like not taking time for ourselves, yeah. like as a couple. Um, So it's just kind of not dull, but just like we're just kind of going through the motions at this point. Mm-hmm. And then one night and, and we both will kind of feel it where one or the other will message the other and be like, Hey, why don't we go out tonight? Or why don't we go see a movie? Or why don't we just sit on the couch and just, you know, watch some, watch a movie or something like that. Do something for us. Let's not, you know, let's, let's put work aside for a little bit. That's kind of why we made like our Sunday mornings a little bit, yeah, a little bit like that where we try not to like be on our phones. We try to eat breakfast and just talk to each other and just have our moment. Yeah. Cause you know, when we are home at night and we're like, so when we have the wrestling school, it's generally like come right home and we have to go right to bed because I got to get up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nights that we, you know, we don't have the wrestling school, like we'll be sitting on the couch and we'll be, you know, like I'll be on the laptop doing work for work rate or something like that. Or, um, you know, we will just be winding down, like playing a game on our phone or something like that while we have Netflix in the background. Um, but again, like it's, it's not that we're avoiding each other. It's not that we don't have anything to talk about. It's just like, kind of like, we're just both winding down from the day. It has nothing to do with, you know, us not having that spark anymore. But, uh, to answer your question, how do, how do you get that spark in there? I, I honestly think it's, um, a little bit of both because you're saying that, 
um, you know, you want to find time for yourself and you also want to find that spark again. Sometimes it, it, it takes that. Sometimes it just takes, you know, like go do your own thing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go have some of you guys. Time. Yeah. Like maybe a week, a weekend away, a night away. Yeah. Or so just, just time to yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, I was saying, I was saying both like, yeah. you know, uh, sometimes absence, again, you know, the old saying absence makes the heart grow stronger. So when you're saying that you want time for yourself, but you also want to re-spark that relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like go, go hang out with your friends mm -hmm. for a cool. couple nights. Like don't be at home with each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like go, go away for the weekend you know, with, with a friend or family or something like that. Like, go stay if, at your family. Even if not, if, if maybe your friends are busy, go have, go have you time. Yeah. Just go do something by yourself. Um, but then, uh, but then come back, you know, yeah, obviously, oh yeah. because, come on, come back. <laughs> well, obviously come home, but <laughs> I mean, leave. so, but <laughs> to touch on what you were saying is, um, like what I've always enjoyed where I feel like, uh, where I enjoy a lot more when, when Sam and I spend time together is we, when we do something that we rarely do, or we do something that we've never done before. That's when, like, I get the most excited about spending time with 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 my wife. Um, so if we're like, when we were getting ready to go on our cruise, like, I've never been on a cruise before. I've never been on a honeymoon before. I've never been on a vacation before. Yeah. Like, and when I say I've never been on a vacation before, like, I've taken time off from work, but I've never gone anywhere. Like the only vacations, quote unquote, that I've ever gone, it was when I was a kid. So like, you don't get it. Like I'm a, I'm a kid. I got school, right? Like <laughs> I went to Gettysburg, you know what I mean? Like I went and my mom was taking me to go learn more shit. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to learn shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like we got to go on a cruise and I like, I thought that was amazing. Like I had such a good time, like, right. because we just got to be away from the world. Like, and on top of it, like we didn't pay for the internet for our phones. So like we weren't on our phones the whole week. No. I think um, we had one instance we were we, we were on a beach. On. Yeah, yeah. They had Wi-Fi. They had Wi-Fi on the beach. We just posted our pictures and we're like, all right. We're like, hey, we're alive. All right, see you later. <laughs> yeah. And we almost had the best of both worlds. We're like, we were with each other on this cruise and it was nice. We're away from everybody, but at the same time, like if I wanted to get up and go do something, I could. Yeah. So you got to spend time in the hotel. I mean, not the hotel, the um, the room, yeah, the state room or whatever. And I got to go up maybe into the spa or something and lay down. Yeah. You laid down or you went and got a drink yeah. or you're like, I'm just gonna go eat pizza. Like, all right. See you later. <laughs> Pizza at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, God, I miss it. <laughs> so, yeah, like we, we did something that we've never done before. Like, I, I think that definitely adds a spark to it because you're both experiencing something that you guys have never experienced before or even together. Um, I always like uh, uh, one of my big things uh, for to add to spark is um, I, I always like doing things for Sam that she's never done before. So even though that I might've done it before, I get just as much joy out of it because she's never done it before. So when I took her on her first flight, like I was super stoked. I was so excited for this because one, I love flying and I never get, I, I rarely get to fly. So when I got to take you on the plane, like it was like, Oh man, like I'm, I'm so excited for this. As soon as we got there, where's the bar? Where, yeah. I, I got you. I got you a flight. couple shots in before, <laughs> before we got on the plane. But uh, just stuff like that, you know, like and, and we're always trying to think of other things to do together. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's a I think it's a combination of both of where you need something for you both. But maybe you also need something just for you. Yeah. Just away. Yeah. Because the last thing I'll say about it is like if you don't have like if you can't stand on your own two feet, then that's that's toxic for a relationship. Yeah. Because if you're if you rely on that other person so much where you have to be around them all the time or like it, it just like, if you're so focused on what they're doing, like if, if again, if like the, the, 
wife or the husband is home and, and then their significant other is out and you're just you're not enjoying yourself just being home alone while they're out and it makes you angry that they're out yeah that's toxic yeah like and that's 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 something that you have to fix um and again like something that i've always done like i've always been in in rec leagues with like softball football basketball you know all these different things, meeting different people. Like, I don't know who the hell these people are, but I want to go play a sport and interact and make new friends and stuff like that. I I'm just a personable person. Like I, I like to be out and about. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, do those types of things. Like just find like whatever you like doing, just, just, just go do it. But again, like just be able to stand on your own two feet while that other person is not around you. Mm -hmm. Because I think that adds the spark. And I also think it, it adds to your, you know, uh, finding your your you time if that makes sense yeah so good luck with that mm -hmm. um good any time. any last questions on that facebook no nothing here um what are all those green posted, things that's people who join oh okay yeah all right i can't read from back there. And i'm pretty sure this will be a posted up later to watch Melissa yeah wants to know um she the beginning yeah it, it will be it will be uh be, you'll be able to view the entire thing once uh you know once we wrap up we're about to wrap up here anyway um and then i'm going to try to change the uh the privacy settings um to make it shareable uh in case you guys want to do that uh, but we want to thank everybody that that sent in their questions and have been watching i hope you you've been enjoying these stories um uh so our plan right now moving forward is to probably record every other week um, yes. Just to give us a little bit more time to think about whatever we're going to talk about next, because we do have a pretty busy schedule. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it also doesn't, uh, you know, give us a schedule of we have to get it out every every week. Yeah. You know, it does give us that break. Mm -hmm. um, it also gives you some you guys something to look forward to when when that that second week does come up. Mm -hmm. And next week we have things uh, we have friends giving anyway. Yeah. Um, the Wolf Pack is coming over. Damian Dragon. We have Matt Saigon, Missy Sampson, Ricky Martinez. Ricky Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah, the Wolfpack's coming over for our uh, our Angel. traditional Thanksgivings, as I like to call it, um, which is a good story for another time. But uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. Um, for those that uh, obviously you, you you know you guys already know about us and our social medias, if you're already watching this and following this up. But for those that don't know and you'd like to follow our careers. Uh, and what's going on with us? Um, we have our wrestling company, Work Rate Entertainment, which is the new premier wrestling promotion in the Poconos. And we got some big stuff coming up in 2020. Uh, we got some big shows lined up with the Stroudsburg YMCA. And we also have a big show with the Pocono Mountain School District, uh, which we are very, very excited about. Um, so you can follow uh, Work Rate Entertainment uh, on Facebook and Instagram, which is at Work Rate Entertainment. Uh, you can also follow our wrestling school, Work Rate Entertainment Wrestling Academy, on Instagram and Facebook, which is at work rate wrestling academy um and uh obviously you can follow myself uh on all platforms of social media at kikoa pro miss sammy pandora i know that you're on facebook instagram and twitter, twitter. Don't which go on is twitter, though. twitter's not my thing yeah twitter's not your thing twitter's um but it's uh the sammy pandora the sammy the 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 sammy pandora There's the and the i'm the yeah um so make sure you follow us um uh, definitely uh, hit us up. Uh, you can email any types of uh, relationship questions um, or personal questions, whatever you'd like to ask us for future episodes, um, you know, something that you're trying to answer for yourself or you'd like to know a little bit about us. Uh, you can always uh, message us directly on all platforms of social media, or you can email us if you would like to be anonymous, uh, which is uh, love is not a gimmick 
at gmail.com. Let me rephrase that because I paused a little bit in there. It's love is not a gimmick at gmail.com. So thank you guys again for tuning in to our very first episode of the podcast. Uh, very much appreciate it. And uh, let's keep rolling with this and see where we go. Yay. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you.